selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. It's about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome <laughs> back to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on? Uh, you know what? There's We have so much stuff going on. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm actually looking forward to? I'm actually looking forward to our podcast guest today. I've it been waiting for this one be... for a while, so just buckle up on this one. Yeah, I'm serious. Right now, you need to get out not just a, a piece of paper. <laughs> you need to get a notepad because you're gonna. this is going to be a fantastic day today. Really excited about the conversation that we have. And uh, as we get started, I just want to say a huge shout out to everybody in the Selling from the Heart community. It is so cool to see this uh, movement of authenticity that's happening in the sales profession. And if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. And we call it Selling from the Heart. Larry, we are just weeks away right now from the Outbound Conference, and I can't wait to see folks at Outbound 2021. Oh, uh, actually, it's yeah, 2021. It's like 2020 slash 2021. It's almost. It's, I think it's going to be two years combined, Daryl, into one. But I will. I will make a promise. Selling from the heart will be there. The empty suit will be there. We're going to have a great That's time. It's all about pipeline, productivity, and prospecting, all smashed into a sales rock concert it is a global conference you don't want to miss it if you can't come in person if you're not able to snag an in-person ticket come virtually uh to the conference at outboundconference.com and when you use the code heart 100 you're going to get 100 dollars off your ticket i can't wait to see you there <laughs> and uh, i also want to give a huge shout out as we begin today um, just to our friends at bomb bomb for the way that they are enabling us to rehumanize business to bring uh, face to faceless communications. And it has been such a boost right now in the middle of the virtual world we've been living in. Well, and, you know, just a, their books fascinating. If you haven't gotten rehumanized your business, go out and grab a copy now. Ethan Butte and Steve Passanelli really bring to light that, you know what, the way we humanize ourselves. Let's stop hiding behind the keyboards. Let's stop hiding behind messaging. Bring your face to the forefront. I would say just stick yeah. a just, just stick a camera in front of your face and start firing away. But it, it what better way to connect than to actually have somebody see you, visualize you, hear you? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when we think about client gratitude and we're coming up on the client appreciation challenge and showing gratitude, there's no better way to show gratitude than to just simply say thank you. And one of the most effective ways to say thank you is to do it by video. So if you have not tried BombBomb yet, go do it right now. Go to bombbomb.com slash heart. Get 14 days of access, absolutely free, no credit card required. And you can begin sending videos of appreciation to your clients. It's going to get you all geared up for Client Appreciation Week. And we're excited about the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge as well. And so many great things happening right now. 
But Larry, it all comes down. All of this, you know, requires focus and it requires leadership. And we've got to be able to lead ourselves. And there's uh, no one better to have this conversation with than our guest today. Why don't you introduce Dr. Kelly and let's dive in. Oh, well, where, where do I start with Dr. Mary Kelly? But I, I was fortunate to meet Mary through a near and dear friend of mine, Mark Hunter. And I think I was, I was introduced via an email or it could have been a LinkedIn message. And Mark said, you need to meet Mary. And so, of course, when Mark says, hey, Larry, go do something, nine times out of 10, I usually say, okay, Mark, because I know he's got my back. And we connected. I, in fact, I remember I shot Dr. Mary a, a bomb bomb video. <laughs> I remember it. And then she had sent me a message back. We hopped on a call. We're a big believer in selling from the heart that sales professionals are leaders. We are going to get school today from one of the best around leadership. Dr. Mary Kelly, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Hey, gentlemen, thank you so much for letting me be with you today. I think your audience is desperate for tools and techniques and tactics they can use to do exactly that, to sell from the heart, provide even better value to their customers and their companies, and really live their best potential. Uh, it's fantastic. So uh. I love the tools. I love the ideas. This is going to be a super practical discussion. But Mary, you know the question that every guest of the Selling from the Heart podcast gets, and that is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Selling from the heart, <laughs> other people have said it's relationships, they're right. It's be authentic, they're right. It's be vulnerable, all those things. Selling from the heart to me was a lesson I learned when I was about 10 years old, working a trade show with my dad in a trade show expo hall. And my dad had told me, he said, don't sell onesies, sell cases of stuff. And a couple came by and dad sold everything. He sold flea collars and lamps and floor mats, and this was floor mats. And they said, we really like the floor mats. We're not sure we can sell all 12 of them. And I had been told, don't sell onesies, you sell <laughs> I am 10. I have pigtails and freckles. And I'm standing there with my order pad. This is not my first day. And I said, well, the case is really the best deal and the whole big thing and all that stuff. Well, my dad comes up right at that moment. And, and I said, dad, this is Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. And they're from here. And they're looking at the floor mats. And they think they only want six instead of 12. But I told them they kind of need the case. Right, dad? <laughs> and, and he looked at me and he goes, write him the order for six. And I was like, like, if you've got kids, you know that, that <laughs> phrase. But dad. <laughs> and, I said, and I was like, but you told me to sell the case. And he said, you never sell something to somebody that they don't want. He said, if they don't feel like they can sell that, we do not want them to be stuck with it. And we want to be known as the people who sell people what they want and need when they want and need it. And we're never those people who oversell them on things they don't want. So that to me was selling from the heart. I know you're probably looking for a one word answer, but to me, it is making sure that you're in sales to serve, not to just be about you. Oh, that that's so good. I love stories like this. But I want to key in on one word because we're all about that in the Selling from the Heart community. And that's about serving. And it's easy these days, my opinion, for somebody to say, you know what? Hey, Larry and Daryl, are you really into this, right? Do you have our best interests at heart? It's easy for people to tell that they think about it. Mm -hmm. And to me, I mean, I, I think it to me, it's all about learning how to serve which is all about chapter six is selling from the heart. I just love the story. I absolutely love the story. 
Well, I think it's a natural transition into what we're talking about today. And that is sales has to be fun. And if you're not excited about your product, how can you expect other people to be excited at your, about your products or services? If you don't love what you do and you're not really the expert on those products, then what are you doing? Go do something else. But don't be selling a product or service that you don't believe in, that you don't like. I'm fond of saying you don't hire, you, you don't hire the vegan dairy-free person to work at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> and and it, that wasn't I. So I had a client at dinner, and my client at dinner, we were at not the Cheesecake Factory, but it was a steak place, and they had two specials. So I and I was this was my dinner for my client, and I said, so can you tell us about the specials? And the young lady said, well. I don't believe that we should eat animals and there's a sauce and it's a butter in it and I'm a vegan and I'll, and I'm like you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and I, it was just such a great sales moment because if you do, you got to hire people who love your products too. You got to hire people who are excited about that. I want somebody to say I had this yesterday and it was the best meal I've had in months. It will it will make you so happy. You'll be so happy you came here today and what else can I do for you? And that was not what I got. So part of this is making sure we've got the right team in place with the right enthusiasm for the right products. Oh, so good. Yeah, that whole that congruence and all of that in in who you are as an individual, what you believe in, the company, all of that needs to line up. And this is this is so critical right now. And I think this this is a great bridge to the whole idea of self leadership. You know, sales as sales professionals, we may have a sales leader, but the most important leader in our lives, it's ourselves, isn't it? Totally is from my perspective. Um, as you know, I was in the military for about 25 years. And every single time we do something that we've done before, we have a checklist for it. When we launch planes off a carrier deck, there's a checklist. When we walk around that plane before getting into it to fly it, there's a checklist. When we are pulling into a port, there's a checklist because we don't want to miss something important. And we want to make sure that we systematize things that go well. But what I found in a lot of sales worlds is my sales teams and my sales individuals don't have systematic processes that keep them on track. I use checklists for everything. I have a daily productivity sheet. I have a weekly productivity sheet. I have a monthly guide. I have forms and checklists for everything so that I stay on track because that's how I stay accountable to myself. We have to be accountable to ourselves before we can be accountable to anybody else. And there's not one person listening right now who hasn't ever dropped the ball on a sales call. We, we've all done it. We've all thought, oh gosh, I forgot, or I meant to do that, but I didn't, or I should have sent that email. Or I mean, all those things. And part of that is you just taking a minute to lead yourself, thinking if I was in charge of me right now, what would I do with this time? One of the questions I love to ask people as well is if you were the owner of this company, how would that change what you did in your job today? You know, I, I love this stuff for, for one simple reason, and I'll just cut to the chase on this one when I say it is, if you can't lead yourself, how can you lead your clients to do better business than they're doing right now? And it, it's it's really difficult because in Selling from the Heart, you know, Daryl and I, we talk about it in the teams we work with. You know, Mary, we've even spoken about it on, on sidebar conversations. There's a big difference, in my opinion, between sales reps and sales professionals. And a professional is going to lead themselves in a way. They're going to be accountable to themselves. They're going to use these checklists. And it's okay to have a checklist. 
I, I think for anything important in your life, you, mm. need to, you need to make sure that you're not missing something. And I think everybody would agree with that. What I've seen is that people just don't know where to start. There's mm. so much yeah. out there and they don't know what works. So they might try a few things. They dip their toes in a few little you know ponds, but they're not consistently doing anything. And if you really want to improve sales, set 90 days and be consistent. Set 30 days and be consistent. And I'm talking every day. For the leadership that I talk about, uh, I say this is something you need to practice every single day. And that includes nights and weekends and holidays and whatever your birthday, whatever special day it is. You still got to take five minutes and lead yourself to make sure that you're aligned with your priorities and your goals. And that's very heart centered to me. That's great. And so what do you what do you recommend that we do inside those five minutes every day? So as you gentlemen know, and thank you for asking, I have a new book out called The Five-Minute Leadership Guide. It's on Amazon. It is designed to be used for an entire year. There's one page for the entire year. And the first part of the book is, this is why leadership, especially in sales, is more important now than ever, because things are more competitive. Things are harder. There's more uncertainty. We in sales have to be better than we were before. So that's part one. And then the second part of the book leads you into it's called Your Personal Strategic Plan, and that's the online compendium, totally free, comes with the book. It's about 45 pages to make sure that your goals, your values, your vision, your strengths are aligned with what it is you're doing right now. Some people are great salespeople. They're just maybe in the wrong industry. Some people are uh, in the right industry, but maybe they're just not in the right department to be able to do what they do best. And so part of that is figuring out where you need to be going for your personal strategic plan. But the book, the magic of the book is you spend less than five minutes and it's less than five minutes a day working through what today's top priorities are, what challenges you're likely to face. What are some of those things that you know you got to do, even though you don't want to? The big secret, you're never going to want to put it on the list. <laughs> just stop procrastinating, get it done. And then I ask you to think about who else you can help. And that's very client-centered. How can I help my client? And that might be, oh gosh, I was thinking about BombBomb. They're right in Colorado Springs. They're fantastic. I saw a cool article about them in uh, the paper that's down the road from them in Colorado Springs. I'm just going to send them that article. It's all about being thoughtful and mindful about how you can help other people. Again, very heart-centered activities. And then it's, uh, what did you learn? And what do you intend to do to make tomorrow even better? Because every single day it's process improvement. I think leadership is a lot like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym to get worse. You go to the gym to get better. If you go to the gym and consistently do the same things all the time, you might stay the same. You might get a little bit better. The whole idea is getting a little bit better every single day. And that's the challenge. So that's in the five-minute leadership guide. It, it, it's Boy, this is music to my ears because uh, – I'm a big believer. We go through transformation on a consistent basis. And if we look back at, you know, the uncertain times we've had, you know, over the past year plus, this is where what we're speaking about really pans out. And I've seen transformational results for those salespeople that will double down on themselves in the morning. And then I challenge then to do it towards the end of the day. And I love what you're saying as far as the lessons that you learned. Because isn't this music to it? This is music to my ears, Daryl, because in the uh -huh. intensive, we talk about how you start your morning off in the intensive group coaching that we do. It's around your mission, your vision, your values. What are you grateful for? And then at the end of the day, what were some of your wins? Maybe what were some of your losses? What were some key lessons you learned throughout the day? It's uh -huh. so mission critical. 
So this is great for exactly the people in that program because every single day they can track this. And not only that, but I've got groups of sales leaders who have given it to their teams. And then every day they say, we're going to start the day with the book. And the book is how they say, okay, so what's, and they go around, they go, okay, what's your priority? So once oh, people cool. have it, it's really great. And then they get to rank the day. Was the day really great or not so good? Kind of a tough one. Okay, then what could have made, you can't change today, but what can you do tomorrow to change the outcome that might make it a better day than it was today? And sometimes it's, you know, I'm going to work on um, having a little bit more patience. I'm going to listen a little bit better. I'm not going to cut those people off. I'm going to whatever it is. And all of us can work on something. I saw a study recently that said um, that there's a that most people think they're great communicators. But if you ask their spouses, those people might disagree. <laughs> it's one of those things where we think we're doing a great job until you actually put pen to paper. And this is why many of my solopreneurs, my small business owners, you know, people with less than 100 people, I ask them, where's your business plan? And they're like, oh, it's all up here. Well, then it's not really real. And it's the same with our own leadership sales path. If you write it down, it holds you accountable. And if you're not accountable to yourself, it's really hard to help other people as well. Yeah, fail to plan, uh, plan to fail, right? And this is is epidemic in sales. And this is why I love this sales profession because there are very few professions that challenge us to become better versions of ourselves. Every time we make that investment in ourselves and become a better version, we improve and it improves our results, improves our satisfaction. All of that is so cool. And the idea of marginal improvement, just saying, okay, you know, I, if I can get 1% better today and then do that again and again, it's so yep. beautiful. I'm curious, how do you start? What does morning look like for you? How do you start your day? Well, I have dogs and they are the top priority. <laughs> um, yes, they are. So we go outside and then dogs get fed. Coffee gets made. Um, before I do the things, I do the coffee. And then I do, I, my, my brain's been racing all night long. I would love to tell you, I get up and I meditate and I practice. I don't do that. Um, I get up, <laughs> get the dog squared away, get the coffee, go through emails. I've got an email system that's pretty efficient. I use a, what I call the military triage system for emails so I can get through my top important emails in less than 10 or 15 minutes because everything else is triaged and it's sorted so I know I can address it later. Mm -hmm. And then I look at my to, my productivity checklist for the day. And that's the thing. That's my follow-up, my to-dos, my appointments, and the calls to make. Also, today's accomplishments. Your folks are getting this for free too. It's the, called the productivity sheet. Awesome. And I, I fill it out the night before for the next day. If I'm if sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I need to remember to do this next Thursday. So I fill out the sheet for next Thursday. It's pen to paper. I know that sounds old school. Yes, I use technology. Yes, I'm an early adapter. I also have a Google calendar. I know that if I need to get things done, I need to schedule it in my Google calendar, block off that time, then things will happen. But there is a neurological connection between you writing things down. It mm. gets out of your head. So now you're not worried about it. The problem, of course, is when you lose your to, your to-do sheets, and that's a problem. But I do one every single day, so it's you know Monday, uh, whatever the date is, and then the th the calls I have to make, the follow-up, and it makes sure I do the follow-up. That's that's one thing. So that's how I start. I review that, I add the things, and then I go do the you know quick exercise, and then get to the office and all that. But I make sure I clear my head before I start the day. 
-hmm. And then I do start with the guide that I talked about. I do say, okay, what are today's priorities? Well, I get to be on the Selling from the Heart podcast. That's my priority for the day. So what have I done? Well, I made sure I read, you know, the latest book. I reviewed a couple podcasts. I looked at some of the materials to make sure I'm prepared and comfortable for that. And then part of that is making sure that when I do schedule those things that I'm doing, what is the priority? And then what do I need to remember? Uh, you know, what do I need to um, think about for the day? And then how do I help others succeed? And that was something that uh, some of the folks, my mentors early on said, they said, if you're lost, they said, do your best to make other people look good. <laughs> I thought that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it's kind of like, oh, okay. If I'm not sure of what steps to take, look for the people who are doing it right. Tell them they're doing it right and then learn something from them. So mm -hmm. I kind of just took that and then it's what you learn from the day and from yesterday. And sometimes I'm, I try to close the loop every day, the day before, sometimes I don't. So I keep this, this guide with me and by the bed, but sometimes I'll forget or something. And then I'm like, oh, what I learned yesterday. Oh, I learned that. And sometimes it's something little, but sometimes it's like, it, it's mind blowing. Sometimes it's like, oh, that's a great idea because we have so many great ideas and sometimes we don't have a good way to capture it. Mm -hmm. And especially in this high paced world, um, you know, my friends were saying, well, I need two or three pages to reflect. And that sounds delicious, except we don't have time. We need something we can we can do that's manageable, that's easy. There's a reason why gyms are saying you can get your entire workout done in eight minutes. And I'm the first one to say, I love that. Uh, if I committed to an hour a day in the gym, I would be set up for failure in the first five days. But eight minutes that I can do on my phone, see, there's no excuse not to. Yeah. We have to make success easier for people. There's so mm -hmm. many distractions and so many people have lost focus over the past 12 or 15 months. And we have to make sure we stay focused. We have to make sure our clients stay focused and we have to make sure that we are, are, are smart on the products and services that our clients need. Yeah. Wow. I want to, can I, I want to go back to this checklist for just a moment because um, I, as I was thinking through this, I'm thinking, you know, there might be some listeners out there that's going, this is fantastic. This is life-changing stuff, but and I'm going to fill in the butt with, gosh, I bet you this takes a lot of time and so forth. I promise you that it doesn't, but walk us through this. It, it sounds like this probably only takes you, what, 30, 45 minutes tops? Oh, not even that. Yeah. I'm all about five minute solutions. I have an entire book called five minutes per week and 52 weeks to building a better business. And in that, and it's some of the things your folks are getting today as well. There's a five minute sales plan. There's a five minute marketing plan. There's a five minute follow-up plan, a five minute appreciation, career feedback, um, team building, how to hold meetings. I am all about things in five minutes. I think, and you gentlemen have seen this too. So many people get wrapped up in all of the information, so yeah. much information, information overload that they, it's not that they don't want to move forward. They don't know what to do to make, to take that next step. And they're, they're just stuck. So in the five minute solutions and everything is five minutes, you've got to be able to accomplish at least 80% of what you need to do. And that is sorting your day. So the productivity sheet, it's one piece of paper. You do one a day. There's a weekly productivity sheet as well. That's designed for team meetings. Okay. What's everybody doing this week to make sure that nothing's falling through the cracks. And then the magic on that, there's an anti-procrastination device built into that. And that's pretty cool. It's the time and minutes it's going to take. So let's say you're going around the table and you're saying, okay, Marcy, you've got this and Donald, you've got this and you know, Joe, you've got this. And then you make this list on the weekly productivity sheet. 
And then for some of those things, you say, so about how long do you think those things are going to take? And next to those things, you write down the time in minutes, not hours. Because if you tell people you've got two hours to do that and it's a 15 minute project, guess how long they're going to take on it? They'll take two hours. <laughs> but if you look at it and say, wait, I can get that done in 17 minutes. What am I procrastinating about? That's just silly. And I'm not going to come back to next week's meeting and say, I did not have time for a 17 minute job. That's just not going to happen. Now, you don't do everybody's right. job when you're managing the team and you're saying, hey, as somebody following up on the Jones account, you know, Marcy, what are you doing about that? You know, Donald, what are you doing about that? To make sure that the tools are available and it's productiveleaders.com forward slash free. <laughs> I see there the is, typo. I, and I did the typo. I'm sorry. That's all. <laughs> no worries. We've got great that's technology. Me. We'll fix I'm it saying, right now. It's, it's the wonders of technology. It was me. It's fixed. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I have a section. I've been using my website as my own cloud when I go to with clients. To make sure I could always find my forms. So I've been using this for like yeah. years. And so I just keep this pile of rolling things that I'm always using at ProductiveLeaders.com forward slash free. But your folks also get the, the entire 12-month business accountability and success planner today. Oh, wow. That's, That's incredibly so generous. Incredibly generous. Thank you. And uh, you'll see it if you're watching on video across the bottom, ProductiveLeaders.com slash free. And if you're listening in, ProductiveLeaders.com slash free. Incredible tools. I love this idea of checklists as we're wrapping up today, because, you know, if you think about it, I mean, when I get on a when I get on an airplane, I hope they went through the checklist, right? And I was just listening in. I have a, a friend who's a former uh, F-14 pilot, and he was talking on his challenge today about the checklist that they went through. And I'm, he was glad they went through the checklist before they rocketed him off of that aircraft carrier. Why would we not want to do the same thing as professionals to ensure that we're delivering consistency to our clients? I mean, this is such a powerful idea. And I do it. I mean, I, yeah. I would love to tell you that, oh, I created this for other people, but I just don't have to do it. Oh, no. When I get stuck on something, I say, huh, what do I need to create that will solve my problem today? And then I ask, well, do other people have the same problem as me? <laughs> I'm not special. I'm pretty sure they do. And, and I say, well, how can then I translate this to other people? So this is the business success and accountability planner. And it is three pages per month that ask you to define your top goals of the month. What do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? What do you resolve to resolve? What kind of conflict can you figure out? And maybe it's just an invoicing challenge, or maybe there's just a little thing that's a glitch in the system, a glitch in the matrix. Then what are you going to outsource so that you can free yourself up to doing what's really most important? And that doesn't need to be somebody in your company. Maybe it's a virtual assistant service. Maybe it's something else. But what are you going to do? And then part of it is every month I challenge you to contact three people for about seven minutes for advice, not for sale, for advice, so that you're constantly pushing yourself to learn it from other people. Mm. And sometimes that can be, hey, a podcast. I wonder if Larry would take a seven-minute phone call from me. You know, I'm this, I'm the sales rep of IBM, and I could really use some help. Or I wonder if Dale might have seven minutes to give me some thoughts on whatever. People are sometimes afraid to reach out and make that phone call. Yeah. Or they're afraid to say, hey, can I get seven minutes of your time? So I challenge people to contact three people a month, and then I ask them to write it, write it down to make sure it's real. 
And then we also want to make sure that we are doing at least three quality follow-ups with clients. So that's the, kind of how the months work. And at the end of every month, there is a five-minute challenge. And it's sales and marketing and finding opportunities and assessing your values and all those things so that you're really staying on top of your game. So, you know, as Covey would say, you're sharpening that sword and, and keeping it sharp. And so for that, I know not everybody is near the computer. If you text the word dog to the phone number 66866, you're going to get that 12-month planner. Um, you can buy it on my website, but don't buy it. That's just silly. Um, you know, you can get it for free here and then text that in there if you want. And you're also going to get the COVID-19 um, and the Future of American Business 2021 and beyond. That's co-authored with the amazing Mark Hunter and Meredith Elliott Powell. And All right. uh, two of my faves. Um, Fantastic. Awesome. And then um, I threw in an ebook on resiliency because some people wow. bounce. And then another ebook on how you generate ideas and be more productive. So I really hope that your audience just gets some great takeaways today, some great ideas, some great checklists that will just propel their sales forward. Mm. This is uh, thank you so much. This is this is so awesome, and thank you so much. There, there's a couple there's a couple R words I have to throw out there. It's rhythm and ritual. And I, you know, I'm a big believer in it. Um, I'm a big believer in morning planning. And just because I'm a sports geek, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, around professional athletes. And um, I can remember as a kid, I would always love to get to a baseball stadium early, like really early, so I can watch them practice. Mm -hmm. Watch a baseball player, just happens to be my favorite sport. Watch a baseball player and their rhythm, their rituals, what they do before the game. They have a practice checklist. Mm -hmm. You know, they have coaches, whether that some of it be mental, but a lot of it is preparation for each game. You just don't see professional athletes throw on the cleats and the jersey and the shoes and just go out there. They practice, they plan, they prepare, they hold themselves accountable. The things that we appreciate that you brought to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so nice of you. I like to think of it as our default. We, mm -hmm. when faced with a stressful situation, what is our default? Where do we go naturally? And if you've got things already ingrained, so it's natural when you're, when you're on the ball field and you see the ball coming at your head and it's fast, a natural person's reaction is to go like this and protect their face. But if you're a trained ball player, you know, you're supposed to put the mitt up there, take a couple steps back and make sure you can see the ball that goes into the mitt. Your body will react based on how you train it. And this is why good habits are so important, especially for people who are just getting into this business. If you start good habits now, it will just make the rest of your career so much easier. What a fantastic conversation, Dr. Kelly. Thank you so much for investing in us. And thank you also for your generosity and sharing these resources. This is going to be something that I believe is, is very, very, it's something we got to take and run with. So um, thank you for all of it, your enthusiasm, the whole thing. It's just been wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. It's totally my pleasure. I've been, I've been so excited to talk to you, Jens, for so long. And thank you so much for having me on the show. No, Fantastic. So Fantastic. What wow. a great conversation. <laughs> I knew this was going to be good, but the practical nature of this is, uh, is so powerful. And this, um, so many great concepts. Larry, where do we start in summing this one up? Uh, <laughs> rewind it, grab a sheet of paper and a pen mm -hmm. and rewind it and listen. Um, I'm a big believer, Daryl, you are as well in morning rituals and practices and so forth. I'd encourage everybody, right? Download, download the material that Dr. Kelly spoke about, right? Yep. 
practice it, plan, prepare. It just it goes it goes back to a near and dear friend of ours, Joe Jacoby, Daryl, and mm-hmm. he always talks about you know how you start your morning. Yeah, this it, is the it, habits of champions, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just the fr- I'm a big believer. The first hour of the day is like the rudder. It 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 kickstarts you in different directions. But if you fail to plan and you and you just there's no more winging it. Winging it was long gone. Mm-mm. Take this to heart. You know, our challenge would be set aside 30 minutes every single day. Yeah, this is powerful. And go get the tools. You just text the word dog to 66866. That's dog to 66866. Or go to the web address on this screen, productiveleaders.com slash free. So many generous tools uh, that you can access there. Thank you to everybody who is leaving reviews and sharing this podcast we're building a movement of authenticity inside the sales profession. So as you share the podcast with your friends, colleagues, and clients, and as you leave reviews on the platform that you listen on, whether that's Spotify or iTunes, Google, Deezer, or whatever, wherever fine podcasts are sold, if you take a moment, <laughs> leave a quick review, it helps us spread the word. And uh, we're excited about the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge coming up. Look for details on that. And until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value. Lead yourself and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.